Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. Friendship, fellowship, motherhood, and everything in between. Welcome to the hood. Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. This is Episode 8. And this is... This is our season finale. Season finale. We're wrapping it up. We are. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for what's to come in Season 3. Yes. And I can't believe we can even say... Three seasons. I know. Of the Wild Sisterhood. I think we've spent a lot of time reflecting on this podcast, kind of the journey we've been on, and how we got here. Yeah. Kind of even where we're going. I love looking back on things Mm -hmm. and realizing the growth that I've established in my own life mm-hmm. of even things that I'm doing. You know what? I think that's so important. And I think that's something a lot of people don't do is that we're, we can get so down and negative about ourselves about the today and where we aren't. Yeah. But we never, or we should reflect on where we've come, how far we've come. So it's actually one of the things that I've been learning about the Lord. Okay. Um, and it's something that I've always known, kind of tucked in the back of my head, but I have been, you know, I love affirmations and I love telling my, getting my boys to do affirmations. Yes. I don't know if I ever told this story before or not, but Jonathan, um, was doing caroling, like Christmas caroling. This is like pre (laughs) us together (laughs) and his parents are both musical. And so he, I guess he like went with it. And they went to this lady's house and it was a lady that had been going to his family's church for years and years and years and years. But she had gotten to the place where maybe she wasn't able to participate in the same way that she used to. Okay. And she she asked them after they were done caroling if she could pray with them before oh, they left. Sweet, yes. And she said something to the effect of, and I will never do it justice, but she said something to the effect of, God, I've been knowing you for a long time. You've always been good, and you're always going to be good. Oh. And I... Every single time it gets me, like, I'm I'm crying saying it, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it is something that I am teaching my boys. Yeah. Because sometimes in order to see the goodness of God in today, you have to remember the goodness of God yesterday. Yeah. And it is just so profound to remember, to look back, to remember, like, I don't see the goodness here where I'm at right now, but I know the goodness exists because I am here now. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? It's so important in community and friendships to also be the one. Sometimes you have to be the one to remind the friend of how far they've come or the blessings that came before. Because sometimes we get so low that we're just, we have blinders on to all the good things or all the good things that have been. And that brings me to my first favorite episode and that's cheerleader. Oh. Yes. Yes. I love cheerleaders so much because I feel like our community as women is lacking so much in the village. In a village. Yes. Like, where has our village gone? In the last few years with COVID and with, you know, all of these other things, we have lost the art of community so much that we are just miles from that. We secluded so much during COVID. You know what? It's so weird to me, this like whole COVID thing, because like I saw somebody in the grocery store the other day and I was like, oh, how are you? I haven't seen you in so long. And she was like, yeah, we didn't see anybody for like two years. And I was like, oh my gosh, we didn't. But it doesn't feel that way. But here's the funny thing about COVID is Megan and I became friends during COVID. We saw each other during COVID. All the time. All the time. Even more than now. Yes. Um, But like that to me, I'm just like, we have this blackout space of time in our lives. Yes. 
that there was no, nothing. It was non-existent. I mean, you think about all these kids, and this episode is not about COVID, but no, it it's is not. about. <laughs> you think about all these little children, yeah. that lost their community during this, you know, world pandemic, yeah, and they didn't know how to cope with that. No, and we think of the effects on those children, mm-hmm. but let's remember, ladies, that the effects on us, the effects that it took on us, yes, the toll that it took on us as women, because we lost our community. We really did. We secluded into this black hole of like what, like out of fear. I mean, fear. I mean, the world was shutting down. I mean, the world shut down. Yeah. Yeah. And we were just supposed to be okay. And like, and even if you wanted to hang out with somebody, you still were like, felt even bad for asking them to hang out because you were like, what do, what do they think? Do they want to hang out? Like, are they? Well, I think it was like, it was very liberating, yeah. you know, for us. Yeah. Because we got to the point where we were like, okay, I know where you stand and you know where I stand let's and like, this. let's just do this together yeah. because yes. we can't do this And apart. I think a lot of people did find that with yes. each other in yes. some way, shape, or form. And I think it, for some people it was immediate, for some people it took longer, but I think that it is time now for us to rise up. Absolutely. And it is time for us to cheer people on and to be community together and to be, you know, this sisterhood. Yeah. yeah. A sisterhood of lioness. Yeah, We need to rise up as lioness and create this village and create this community and call each other out and pray for each other and build each other up as we once did before as our ancestors did okay, before. So, you know, they always say it takes a village. Yes. It really does take a village. Oh, like we yes. were at toddler story time <laughs> this morning. Yes. And you know, there were several moments where like somebody went missing. Uh, Megan's twin <laughs> sister was also there with her child. And like, we were just like, okay, you got eyes there and I got eyes there. Like yeah. it was the perfect scenario. But you know what is so great about that is like when you're at the park or at the zoo or somewhere and you're with your people. Yeah. It all it takes is eye contact and you know what they're thinking. They're trying to find their kid. And you look at that person and you're like we had that today. Oh we did. Where where Megan looks at me and she's like, who we missing? I'm like, yes, C, because D, I I can see it on your face that somebody was missing. Yeah. So I'm like, who is it? It usually is B because she is, I mean, scape artist girlfriend is just, I know she's wild, but you know what? It doesn't take a best friend to do that. All it takes is um, a good sister paying attention to a, a fellow sister. Yes. And you looking at her, I did this in target. This mom was calling for her child and I looked at her and I said, and I said, what's her name? And she told me. And so I started calling for her and we found her together. I don't know that woman, right. but I found her baby. Right. Like, yes. that's what we need. It is just about loving people so genuinely. Yes. People. Not even just your people, but people. Yes. So genuinely Truly. that you would go to bat for them or that you would, you know, stand with a crying child until they found their mom or you would help a frantic woman and target. Yeah. And I think fear really prevents us from doing that sometimes because we're afraid of strangers We're because we have like this um, mentality of like, what if they're dangerous yes. or what if, you know, there something bad could happen, yes. whatever. So that really prevents us from experiencing these loving moments Yes, that can happen anytime. Yes. I mean, you know, it doesn't take a special place or time to be that person for someone else. No, it just doesn't. Do it. Yeah. Just step just out. Step out and rise do up. it. Yes. Okay. I want to hear about your favorite episode. Okay. My favorite One episode up. is actually self-care. Ooh. Um, it's our self-care. most popular episode. It is our most popular episode. So self-care was a really like 
wake up call episode for me. Okay. I firmly believed that self-care was important before we did that episode. Mm -hmm. But I realized the deficit in my own life when we did that episode. We like brought it to the surface. Yes. Because I realized how much I was not advocating for myself, how much I was not actually taking time for myself, Mm -hmm. that I was maybe like allowing that time to happen but then I was filling my brain so much with all of the things that needed to be done that it actually isn't me stepping away it's me being absent from the like physical situation but still very present in my mind yes absolutely and that's so easy though to fall into the trap especially as mothers yes because I mean I I have like this I don't know, problem, I guess, where I, I don't know if it's a problem or if it's just like my season, but I, my kids are, my kids are always in the forefront of my mind and they are all, they always come first. Well, you know, there's all those reels and all those things that are like, you know, when you're the mom and you finally get a chance to be like, be away and like you're, all you're doing in your mind, like if there were like those little thought bubbles, all it would be, it would be like, it'd be like D, C, B, D, C, (laughs) B, what are they doing? What are they thinking about me? What are they happening? Right. I'm sitting there getting a pedicure and I'm like, what are my kids doing right now? Like, why? I miss them. I miss them. (laughs) But then when you're with them, you're like, I wish I had a break. I wish I had a break. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. But yeah, self-care is so important. And you know me, I love to get my eyebrows done. That is true. That is so self-care for me. That is true. I am like on top of that. But in other ways, I could definitely step up. Well, I think I realized, um, and we talked about this in a different episode, like actually in season two, we talked about like taking time away from them, like going into the bathroom and having like intentional time away. Yes. And um, it, it being like short and quick, it doesn't have to be like super long. Um, but also like when you're fried and you're frazzled and you don't know what to do, like put them in water or go outside. Oh, put yourself in water or go outside. Greatest mom advice I've ever received and I've ever given is when everybody's losing their crap, put them in water or take them outside. And again, ladies, that applies to you. Put yourself in water or go outside. I mean, it a hundred percent. We were outside today and it felt so good. Oh, I was so warm. I am pretty sure that my love language is being outside. I can tell. Now I don't, I'm not really like a seasonal depression type of person, but I, there is a lull for me. What are you trying to say about me? No, I'm not talking about you. Yes, you are. You're about to call me out. Sometimes you do experience a little bit. Like there's a pattern. You're about to call me out. But that's why your accountability partner and I do call you out. Yes. Uh, But I do experience a little bit of a lull in my like natural high during the winter time and I can feel myself being filled on a day like today where it's 78 and sunny. Okay I there is a big chasm between like spring summer fall carrot yeah oh absolutely and winter carrot yes it is thousand percent for me it is a big struggle yes um and that it goes for every area of my life I start to just like really trend down. Um, I am somebody who is born to be like outside yeah. in the sunshine. Yeah. Like I just, I love it. I thrive in it. I love to take my kids outside. Yeah. I love to be outside myself. Mm-hmm. Like it is one of the biggest struggle areas like with my husband and I, because he loves to go see movies. I do too. And yes. that is great. And I love that. <laughs> but if I have a, if, if there is a choice between being outside or going to a movie, I will always choose being outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If I only have a short time to be intentional with somebody, I would never choose to go to a movie. Yeah. I would always choose but to But you are else. such, like, 
you are such a like um a quality time physical touch type of person. Yes. That's what you really love. Yes. And I am not quite the opposite, but a little bit different in that area. I am a winter baby, and so I am good with winter. I love to cozy up by the fire and watch a movie with some hot chocolate. And I love to be inside too with my kids sometimes. You know, and it's so funny because I have a twin sister and we are total opposite. She's literally outside with her kid in 20 degrees. And I'm like, no, ain't me. No. <laughs> no. She's like, just bundle them up. It's fine. And there's these people who say there's no bad weather, only bad clothing or sure. wrong clothing, yes. which is true. Kids need to be outside all the time. Yes. Do I? No. <laughs> I mean, I really struggle. Like, again, I say I really struggle in the winter, but um, I bring it kind of full circle to you know, that self-care piece. Like, I think I just learned so much through self-care that I feel like it has kind of shaped who I am. Yeah. And has shaped kind of what I want to be. And I think that that brings us to... Identity. Yes. Okay. I love identity. So that was a two-part series. Yes. And it was so good. And we had so... Uh, so many people come to us and tell us how much they could relate to these two epi- episodes. Yeah. And I'm so grateful for that because that's the whole purpose of this podcast. Yeah. And, you know, identity really resonated with me because like I just mentioned before, I'm kind of in this like mom identity crisis right now to where I'm in the middle because I have a seven-year-old, but I also have a, an almost two-year-old toddler. Yeah. So I feel like when I had A, I kind of started all over. Like I was in my groove with my seven-year-old. I was like over the hump of this like mom crisis. And then I plunged right back into it. Yeah. To where my whole life is is about my kids and mostly my toddler. And it's 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 been difficult. Well, not mostly your toddler. It's just there's more concentrated effort. Absolutely. That goes into those younger toddler years. Yes. And yes. I think <clears throat> that is something that, you know, we talk about identity crisis. I feel Mm -hmm. like this last, you know, couple of years have been nothing but an identity crisis for me because I felt so much pressure to perform as a mother. Yes. And I felt like in that process, I lost who I was. I wasn't sure how to even find myself again. Yes. Yes. And it took a toll on my marriage. It took a toll on my friendships. It took a toll on my children. It took a toll on me personally. And I just felt lost Mm -hmm. in this world of like, I know all the right things to do, but yeah. inside I'm so scrambled and You know, it's so funny. I saw this um, video on Instagram, of course, where this woman was ha- talking about a conversation she had just had with her husband. And he's like, okay, but what do you want to do? You have this free time a couple times a week. What do you want to do? And she's like, that's the problem. I don't remember who I was before I had kids. I don't know what I like. What yeah. do I like? Do I like pizza? Do I like movies? Do I like hiking? I don't know. Right. I don't remember yeah. Megan before because it's all consuming mom. Yes. And it's, that's all I think about. Or, I mean, and maybe you're not a mom. Maybe you're right. a wife. Maybe right. you're not a wife. Maybe you're a business person. Yes. Like, or maybe you're working your way through college and you're trying to figure out your, your life. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, I mean, you can lose yourself in any season and that's why it is so, so important to be grounded in Christ, to be grounded in who he says that you are. Like when you are lost for yourself, Find yourself in the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing we mentioned, I thought that was so important at identity was who you are when no one is looking. Yes. Talking about integrity. Yeah. So, um, who influences our lives and our choices. And, um, and then we talked about writing down a time when you felt most authentic. Oh, yes. That was, that was 
probably the most helpful piece for me in the series of identity because um just going back to the beginning of this episode when we were discussing the things yes. that happened before yes you know th- the things that we're grateful for that's happened before um just writing down when you felt your most authentic, when you felt yeah. fulfilled, when you felt yourself, when you, who were you with? What were you doing? Um, because you are what you eat and whoever you surround yourself with, they have a huge impact on your identity. Well, you are the five closest people to you. Oh, yes. And yeah. that's actually a real thing. Yeah. The quote that I loved the most in identity was, the more we live in truth, the more we find wholeness and become our most authentic selves. Oh, so good. I know. Loved it. it. Just to piggyback off of that, my next favorite episode was actually Expectations. Ooh. Okay. I think because it is so easy yes. to get caught in your expectations of yes. things. Yes. And I think the biggest area that I struggled with the most was my expectations of who... I am or who I was supposed to be and my expectations of who my husband was supposed to be and all of the things that he was supposed to do and how he was going to check all these boxes for me. Well, because somebody else told you somewhere along the line. They lied to me. Yeah. That that was the way it was supposed to be. Or not that people lied to me, but I absorbed all of the things that I saw from movies and yes, magazines and Instagram and, and speaking of Instagram, honestly, I just, um, decided last week, I think, um, that I was going to take a social media break. Yeah. And so I have been, I use, um, marketplace as like a form of like, business too. Yes. Uh-huh. I sell things, flip things. It's some, it's like a side hobby that I have. Mm-hmm. So I still have Facebook like in the background of my phone, but it's yeah. not actually like on my phone anymore. Right. And I took Instagram off my phone and I have not checked either one of them. Mm-hmm. And I like, it is clearing my brain. That sounds amazing. I want to do that. I need to do it that. It is clearing my brain. Yes. Like, I realized how much time I was mindlessly just scrolling through yes. um, Instagram, especially. I'm not even really a Facebook person, but Instagram was like my nemesis. Oh, man. Because it is so easy mm-hmm. to look at other people, which is comparison, which is something that we talk a lot about. Yes. Um, In and- multiple episodes. Yes. Yes. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yes, it is. And I, you know, I was just spending all this time being so consumed by the expectations that I had for my own life, the expectations that I had for, you know, who I wanted to be or what house I should have had or this or that or whatever. And I realized I was just so consumed by comparison and so consumed by, you know. Well, you can't see what's right in front of you. Ugh. You cannot see the blessings that are right in front of yes. you. The beautiful home, the the three beautiful children, the amazing husband, yes. the, 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 all the things yes. that are right in your life, the things that you previously begged God for years ago. Yes. Like, they are right talk, here in front of you. We talk a lot about that. Too, yes. Like those moments of like laying in bed and being like, God, I promise God. you just give me Petitioning to the Lord. Yes. Please give me this. Yes. And now that we have it, we're like, okay, but please give me this too. But you how know, like, easy is it to find yourself in that place where you're constantly looking at the greener grass instead yeah. of, or what you perceive to be the greener grass. And then you realize that you have just missed. Yes. The entire... Like, good, 
ness that has just happened in your life. Yes. And it is all because your expectations were skewed. Yes. You know what I've noticed about Instagram that I have made a concerted effort um, to, to stop. So I've tried to stop being on my phone in front of my kids anyway. Yeah. Um, I always make an effort not to pick it up. Um, but I have noticed that if I am in the middle of something on my phone and one of my kids inter- interrupts me, I get really aggravated. Oh. Yes. And I really don't like that about myself. Yeah. And so I have made a concerted effort to not be on my phone in front of my kids because they're my kids. Yes. They have every right to yes, have a need. They are. To have a need. They're hungry. They're tired. Ew, we were just talking about this yes, today. They want to play. So, like, that, that's a whole nother episode. But as a child, um, my, my brothers and sisters and I... Um, uh, there was a lot of us. It was a very busy household. So uh, when we had a need, it was um, sometimes looked over. Sure. Okay. Um, and so now as an adult, uh, my, one of my triggers is sometimes a need of my child. If they're tired, they're whiny. And that yeah. triggers me. If they're hungry, they're frustrated. They're hangry. That, that triggers me. Yeah. And so that's something that I have really been um, digging deep um, praying about, talking to my therapist about, yes. um, just talking out loud about, because I think that that um, intrusive thoughts is such a thing that a lot of people don't talk about. So and good. we all have. Yes. And it needs to be talked about. We talked about that in one of our episodes. Intrusive thoughts? Did yeah. we? Yes. I'm sorry. We've done t- two seasons. I just can't keep up. I feel that it was in the It was probably mentioned, negative. I'm sure, because that is so important. Intrusive thoughts are there for everyone. And they, they look different for everyone. You know, that, especially after, like, postpartum. Oh, you know what? I remember Holy this because we're like, oh, if I just drive off the bridge. Yes. Yes. I remember. What would, it, what would happen if would I happen? fall while I'm holding this baby? That's and, what you... That was your story. Yes. I remember now. You're clicking me. Yeah. Okay. But that's... So something that's... I'm trying to be, um, really make an effort about is not being on my phone, especially in front of my kids. But now I might be on my phone a little bit more after put my kids to bed and I shouldn't do that either because that needs to be intentional time with my husband. So that's like, yeah. I mean, that is such a thing. Yes. Oh my gosh. Like it is something that, um, both Jonathan and I like have struggled with and we are both making an effort to create that intentional time because yeah. we've been in marriage counseling because we are working towards a better yeah. us. Yes. And it is something that we desire to create intentional time together. Yeah. I will say like if you are somebody who's struggling with expectations, maybe you have just now joined us. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh man, it's the end of season 2." Oh, don't worry. Listen, don't worry. <laughs> Go back and listen to all of season 1 and season 2. Like yeah. this is a great are... time for you guys to catch up. Yes, yeah. there are so many things that we have taught each other, yeah. that we are learning about, we are walking out, and that is the beauty of this podcast as well, yes. is that it is something that we, these topics, these things are what we, Megan and I, are yeah. going through right now. Absolutely. Yes. These are a thousand percent truths and honesty from our hearts, from our minds, things that Kareth and I talk about in private with each other as yes. best friends, Yes. and things that need to be spoken about with all of you. And I think, like, just to kind of peel back the curtain a little bit about, um, you know, what it looks like to kind of let someone in on maybe, you know, Megan talks about, like, we have these private conversations as, as best friends. Like, what does that look like? Like, honestly, some days it's like, hey, I just want to tell you this, like, really quick, fun. Yes, it's great. I just need you to celebrate with me. Yeah. And then some days it's like, 
this phone call at 7.30 on a Sunday morning saying, I just need you to talk me off this cliff right now because I am falling apart and I need you just to like help me get my mind in the right place. Yes. And that happens for both of us. Yeah. We need to be talked off a ledge. And I think that like (laughs) sometimes, like, and sometimes it's, hey, I did this really great thing. And sometimes it's, hey, I did this really bad thing and I have to figure out how to like now clean up the mess My that mess. I made. Yeah. And I think that that is the beauty of vulnerability. Yes. Which is also one of the episodes that we did. <sighs> vulnerability Just was good. So good. So good because it's such a hard truth for all of us. And we're all so afraid. But you know what? When you're in that moment and you're looking at each other, you're both thinking the same thing. Somebody just has to be brave enough to say it. Do you? Me too. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Me too. Like that is, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's so liberating to like, to feel like you are not alone. Yeah. Yeah. And you're but not. You're, to you're feel really not. safe enough to like peel back the layers yeah. and say, this is really who I am. Yeah. And that is what being vulnerable is. Yes. Yes. And you're not going to be left behind. If you find your people, you're not going to be left behind regardless of what you've done yeah. or what you've said or how well, you've treated. I think that that is... That is the biggest misconception is that if I, like, that is the lie yeah. behind why people are not vulnerable. Yes. Yes. Because if I show the real me to you. They'll leave me. You'll leave me. You yeah. won't like me. You won't be my friend. You will X, Y, Z. Yeah. And like. But you know what? The whole point is, even if I or Kareth are doing something that, you know, is totally against your moral code. If I'm doing something that's totally against your moral code, it is your job as my best friend and my person to say, I don't like what you're doing and I don't really want to be around you in this, but I'm going to anyway because you need need an accountability partner and I'm going to be that for you. Yes. And I think that one of the things that we have learned um, is that we have to challenge each other in that way. Yes. And it is uncomfortable yes. to tell the other person, I don't like your actions. Yes. And because of that, there are some things that I have to change in this yeah. in order to keep it a healthy environment for me. Right. But I think if you change these things, it will be a healthy environment for us. us. Right. And then it is up to that other person or those other people to say this is or is not a circumstance that is workable for me. Absolutely. This has gotten deep. I mean, it's so good though. Like I just, I know. I think that like reflecting on what we've learned. I know, but we talked also what we've learned. But I've seriously thought of like five new episodes while we've been sitting here, (laughs) just from these conversations. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. That's me. I'm like the episode idea girl, and I just throw care of things all the time. I'm like, how about this? How about this? How about this? Yeah, and And I mean, it's just so good. (laughs) Like it's so good to challenge each other to be that other side of the spectrum for you to throw ideas and then ideas roll around in my head and I'm like okay but what if it's a little bit more like this yes and we kind of mold and craft and shape um and that's kind of like we're excited to to kind of take this next little break because we get to hone our skills yeah we get to hone ourselves Mm -hmm. we get to spend time with our families yeah um, coming into kind of the end of school, the 
you know, the oh, spring summer. And summer. Yes. Summer is my thrive time. I can see you just coming along. Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I but I'm, I am excited about this little break between two and three because not only do we get to work on ourselves, um, we get to work on the podcast and um, some great ideas about our brand because yes. that's our ultimate goal. Yes. Is we want the One Sister to be a brand for for everyone. Yeah. And um, maybe we'll make some t-shirts while I mean, we're at we're it. learning how, we are <laughs> learning how to to do this as we go. Yeah. And we are learning how to get better as we grow. Yeah. And it is our desire that we are not just a good podcast to listen to, but we also live mm-hmm. our lives in such a way that is true and authentic to yeah. the things that we are talking about. Yes. And... You know, one of the things I am super excited right now because my um, therapist has actually been on like a hiatus oh. for the last like two months. And so I've met with her a couple of times like over the phone, but she is like back in person now. Oh, and I'm like, thanks Lord. Don't like, you I love that? Wait. When you just love your, your therapist, you can't wait to just blurt yeah. out your whole life. Yeah. It's great. And, and just allow somebody into like those deep crevices and... That is exactly what we were talking about, yes. about having an authentic friendship, yeah. having authentic people that you feel so vulnerable enough with, mm-hmm. that you feel so transparent with, that you can allow them to address maybe the things that need to be addressed in your life. Yes, because there are things. Okay, can we just like throw one more episode in here? All right, throw it in. What is it? Uh, boundaries. Boundaries. I totally forgot. I, know. I mentioned that before. I, I do know. love boundaries. Boundaries was so good for me because it, it was just like a reality check. Yes. Because I have always had boundaries. That's always, I know we've talked about things because yeah. um, you have not always had boundaries or you haven't been great at implementing them. Like I didn't know where the line was that I needed to establish exactly. Like I yes. always had a boundary. Right. It just wasn't maybe as strict as it needed to be. Right. And I realized that it was so important to set a realistic consequence for a crossed boundary. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about that. Especially, yeah. especially with my kids, because that's something where Josh and I struggle a little bit. So like, let's say, um, you know, MG, like, I don't, I, I can't even think of anything because she's so great, but I, she does something. Okay. She and then back talks, she back talks to me. And then the consequence is like, no TV. I'm like, that doesn't go together. It also doesn't punish just her. It punishes, punishes me too. But like, but like the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Yeah. So same with boundaries is the punishment has to fit the crime. So like if somebody is crossing your boundaries and is, you know, speaking to you in a way that you do not deserve to be spoken to. Right. Then the boundary has to be removed time from that person. Like, you are going to distance yourself then from that person because that is the only realistic boundary. Absolutely. Like, either... Because you could say to that person, hey, you're not going to speak that way to me. Yeah. And if you do, this is the consequence. The consequence is I will remove myself from your presence. Absolutely. I will not be present here. Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries is so good. So full of so many good little like nuggets s- nuggets and seeds yes. that you just really need to go back and listen to that yeah. one um because it it was so helpful to me and I know it would be so helpful to you too just putting that episode out there was critical healing. and healing it was healing thank you yeah. that's exactly the word i was looking yes, for it was, it was so healing mm-hmm. i needed to like 
renegotiate all my boundaries and look at every area and where I can buckle down and where I can loosen up because sometimes you can loosen up. Yes, you can. And I think it was also really good because, you know, Megan just said a few minutes ago, uh, the punishment doesn't fit the crime. Yeah. I realized that there were a number of boundaries that I had established that the punishment did not fit the crime. Yes. And that I was punishing that person too much. And punishment is not the right word. Like I was, um, I was creating such a tight boundary that I felt that their infraction was so wounding to me that I just didn't like, I I overreacted in my consequence. Yes. Towards them. Agreed. And I realized, oh, okay, this is really like, this is how you match these things. And this is how you implement a boundary. Right. Right. I agree. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, I think that we could probably go on all night. I could because, because I feel like there are like quotes and pieces of advice in every single one that has, has changed me because of this podcast. Yes. You know what I mean? I am changed. I I think that my girl, Brene Brown, like said, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves when we risk disappointing others. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. So good. Wrap it up. I mean, so good. That's good. I think that, like, that is just, oh, gosh. Like, I realized that I was not loving myself yeah. in Ooh, that okay. way. Yes. Yes. I realized that I was not caring for myself. I was so focused. I have been so focused on caring for everyone else. That I realized I was not loving myself. And that what it comes that's really what it comes down to is self-care. Yes. Self-protection. Yes. Preservation. Yeah. And um really just putting up some some guards and some boundaries to say, hey, I this is what I need. And let me just challenge you with this. Yeah. Like we cannot say fully that we love God. Yeah. If we do not love ourselves mm-hmm. because we are made in his image, God is love. And yeah. if we are made in the image of God and God is love, yeah. then we also have to be love. And it's not just love for others. It's love for self. Yeah. This has been awesome. This <sighs> has been the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. See you at season three. This has been the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. We love hearing from our listeners. You can find us on Instagram at the Wild Sisterhood Podcast or reach us through email at the wild sisterhood pc at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.